Ooh, here we go, guys. Here we go again. This is one that has been requested by at least 90% of my less than 10,000 listeners, if not 100% of them. I got to come clean with you guys about the number of listeners. This is something that's been riding me. It's been on my heart. Uh, when I say less than 10,000, it's kind of, it's a little bit tongue in cheek because really it's not even, my total number of listeners is not even 9,000, let alone 10,000. And it's been eating me up. Um, so I'm going to start being more honest and just say my not, my less than 9,000 listeners out there have requested that I, uh, bring back one of their favorite guests and as well, one of mine, uh, you might remember an episode that I did with a good friend where we were in opposite parts of the country and we used this sort of this service using the worldwide, what was it called? Worldwide web. And, uh, we were able to connect. It was real cool. We had some technical difficulties, still a great conversation, got a lot of great feedback on it. And I was thinking that I must, uh, as soon as possible, get this guest back on. It's Kelsey, Kelsey Garrett. And this time she's here with us in person. Woo! Oh my goodness. Kelsey, prove to him that you're in person. Get in my mic real quick. Oh, oh live in Technicolor. Ooh. It is me. Left side and right side. Oh my goodness. So we are so happy to have Kelsey. What, uh, what in the world made you finally decide that, it was w- that this podcast was important enough for you to drive all the way to St. Louis? Oh, well, there's there's a dog involved, really. That's it. It's the all dog? about the dogs. The dog. Tell the, me about it. Oh, oh, yeah. So I, uh, my my friend has a has a dog that uh, her sister doesn't want anymore. It doesn't really work with the family. So um, I'm coming to take a look at this pupper and see if it'll fit my family. And and okay, so you're potentially expanding your 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 dog children quantity potentially from what to what we're talking one to two we're doubling 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 you got space for it i mean think about how this is going to impact your life i don't have space for it (laughs) this is not a good idea dan kelsey it's going to be awesome it's going to be great so let's see so you use you're taking advantage of the thanksgiving the holiday kind of break to do sort of a cross-country trip now you came where'd you originate uh i was in california uh as of sunday and i left sunday drove to beaver utah uh, then from Beaver, Utah, went to Denver, Colorado, and then this morning, I will, this afternoon, I left Denver and came here. So about a 12 hour drive, and it's 1 a.m., and I'm here now. 12 hour drive. What what gets you through a 12 hour drive? Uh, some music, some podcasts. Uh, my friend Jeremy talked to me for three hours here towards the end. Shout out, Jeremy. Yeah, good good dude. Um, a lot of Joe Rogan. <laughs> is it um? Is it mostly just kind of like are are you? Well, how, in your lifetime, how much sort of long haul driving have you done? Is this something that's kind of been a part of your life ever since you've been, you know, grown up? You you do long trips? Oh yeah, I do. I love driving. Like I go clear my head. I go oh, driving. Okay, yeah, so you all don't the time. you don't hate the chore of driving. A lot of people hate driving. It's not a chore. It's so much fun. I love yeah, driving. I've yeah, heard, yeah, well, yeah. I've heard other people say that, and there are times that I don't mind driving. Um, but I think for most people, it's just people get antsy. People want to get up, get out of their chairs. But you're saying eh, it's not the worst for you? No, no, that's it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So I'm well. I'm really pleased that you could make it all the way damn way here. Twelve plus hours of driving and still has the energy to do a little pod with us. That's awesome. Anything crazy happen on the way on the way over? How, let me ask you this question. You said about twelve hours. Twelve hours. How many stops do you make? Oh god, we made like four or five this time. I made really bad time today. And let me clarify for the people. We as you and... Oh, my dog, Remy. Nice. Remy, yeah, my beagle. That's just, the, my... just the two of you? Just, just the, two... the two of you. Just the two of us and <laughs> all of my childhood memory <laughs> sentimental items. <laughs> okay. My truck is you, so full. You made it in with only two stops? No, like four. We made four or five. Oh, we sorry. did. Where? I must have heard Where something we wrong. Okay. Where we stopped? Okay. We stopped just outside of Denver. 
I got Starbucks, then we stopped to get gas, and then we stopped uh, in Kansas, which is the worst decision ever. Never stop in oh, Kansas. Oh, here, holla. Uh, uh, is there a story involved with that There's, one? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I went to a Kidoba to get some food, okay. and this poor guy, his name was Elijah, and I only know his name because the people in front of me were like, what's your name? And he was like, Elijah. And they're like, Elijah, do you know is that Elijah... Jesus loves you? Um, whoa. <laughs> what? Wait, who's Eli- was Elijah in line with you? Was Elijah? No, He's no, a no. worker. Worker. He's okay. literally making these people's burritos, and they're asking him if he loves Jesus. Oh, my and God. if he does art, because they feel art from his soul, and that it's a strange coincidence they've met. And I'm like, hungry. I'm hungry. I'm angry. I have seven yeah. more hours to drive. I'm like, stop harassing Dude, this those child. are those times when you wish you could do just like a freeze frame and, and get an and like honest, like poll the audience. Everyone in this room right now who's privy to this conversation, how do you feel about this? Does this seem appropriate? Does it seem appropriate what they're doing here? What state was this in? Kansas. 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 In Kansas, they are campaigning to try to win souls from 17-year-olds at Qdoba. They're yes. Tr- they're trying to win them over for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. That's that's their main ground. How long did this go on for? Oh, God. I have like 20 minutes. I was sitting are there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it was also like this kid's like first day and he's like struggling to put together was things. There, was there like the neck? Was was this? Was is What was his name? Ezra? Elijah. Elijah. Eli- oh, my goodness. They heard that name. They're like, whoa. We got a winner. Disciple right here. <laughs> then was, and then there's another kid whose name is just like Javon or something yeah. who's like, can I help you please? Yeah. Was there a second person there was a taking second... other orders? Like, No, there was somebody in the back. Man, they fucking with Elijah they right were... now. Y'all, hey, hey, let me get you this bowl for you. What you trying to brown or white i have white <laughs> yeah i was white too <laughs> oh my goodness and so oh dude okay so you were stuck there listening to what do, what was the outcome of this conversation i assume like most it kind of just dwindles out of him kind of eventually being like can you please leave me alone yeah yeah well eventually his manager came over and yelled at him to start working at the other end of the line this kid's having a bad day <sighs> elijah's not having i wish i knew something from like a, some weird bible parable that involves elijah so the bible readers out there could be like ah like an inside joke, Elijah had a Elijah. I can't even think of a made up. I don't Bible even story. know. I, I went to Christian Science Day so, School. None of that's real. So let me ask you this question: on a on a trip, you take a stop in Kansas, a, a, an uh, an ill fated stop in Kansas oh, yeah. to get a Qdoba burrito. Mm-hmm. You got your you got your meal. You take that back into the car, mm-hmm. scarf that on the road. No, we sit in the parking lot and eat it because I can't uh, eat and drive because my dog will try to eat the burrito. Oh, oh, and that's, fighting. that's you don't want you don't want to have a fist fight in no. the middle of. <laughs> no, and then they like on this exit ramp they put like three roundabouts. I'm like, who puts three roundabouts right around when fucking I'm trying Kansas? To, when I'm trying to get roundabout to eating this damn burrito, <laughs> yeah, oh man, like, I'm trying to get roundabout to having. I just I just stomached an entire scoop of sour cream in one bite. I got to get some meat to mix with that. And it's starting to break down in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, how was the burrito? One to ten. Quick. One to oh, ten. Oh, three. Ooh, not it great. It was not good. Like the, the I'm pretty sure I'm getting sick from that pork that was in it. I'm what? like it was slimy, but I was hungry. I didn't Jesus care. Christ. Didn't care. Now I'm nervous because for the folks out there, I just made a nice meal for Kelsey. I'm worried that she might interpret her sickness, potential no. sickness later. Dan, your uh... Dan, your meat was good. <laughs> Dan's meat is okay. Thanks. No worries from Dan's Shout meat. Shout outs the you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, gentlemen. <laughs> this meat is okay. <laughs> all the eligible dudes out there. Um the, okay. So uh well you made it all the way here. Well, uh, is this a typical thing that you do? Are you a, like a midnight podcast type of person, or are you usually a slow to or early to bed, late to bed? What's your? Dude, I'm a fucking grandma. I try to wake up at like four or five in the morning, and then I try to go to bed by nine or ten at night. So this is like definitely we could get some weird shit out of me today. We could get some really <laughs> weird shit. I was saying I couldn't. I forgot words. I couldn't read signs. I'm like, this is dangerous. I'm gonna crash this car. But here I am. You 
Did you, well, let me, did you do any of those things? Did no. Did you crash the car? No, I didn't okay. crash the car. All right. We don't have to make any car. phone calls. No. Uh, <laughs> I almost ran over an already dead deer, though. So we have that. Uh, but you didn't. I didn't. Yikes, man. That's all that you matters. making me nervous. <laughs> oh, Kelsey, I'll reiterate. So glad to have you here. Yeah. Um, and so when's, where's the, uh, I don't, we're not doxing anybody, but when's, when's the date for you to meet this potential new member of your family? Friday morning. Friday morning. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing in the meantime? Going to spend a little holiday with the fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow, my, my dad and I are going to go to the zoo because we always went to zoos. Shout out to zoo. Michael. Yeah. Michael, Michael Garrett. Uh, I met Michael. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. He's a crazy dude. <laughs> uh, he's a, he, he texted you guys as I was coming over here, I guess. He told Christina that, uh. Uh, to send me home early because he's worried about me. Uh, you're oh. podcasting late. <laughs> hey, Michael, listen, we and she's gonna be okay. All right, Kelsey's Kelsey's one of the good ones. All right, that's Christina. You got to worry about. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. She's good too. Hey, he met us both. I bet you. Ooh, I wonder what Michael's scorecard would be for us. I felt like I was at least getting a B plus. Oh, I think so. He loves, he loves you guys. He loves you guys. That was a ton of fun. If you're listening out there, Mike had a lot of fun with you and your friends out there. That was a great time. Um, so I do have a, a slightly more serious question for you. Yeah. Are you down for serious questions? Yeah, let's do it. Tell me what, have you ever felt what poop feels like? Have you squished it in your hands? Uh, yes, yes. Because, because, <laughs> so the most horrific thing I ever do, because I have Crohn's, right? And so if you've ever had to have your shit tested, they give you this terrible little, like, it's like a, it's like a, not a squatty potty, like a, a poop training device, like you'd give a toddler, but they make these specifically to fit in toilets. And then you shit into this, and then you have to scoop it up yourself and stick it in a little cup. And I don't have a very strong gag reflex, but that really sent me. Even it was my own shit. I pick up dog poop all day, but oh, like my God. spooning my own shit. I cannot. I can't imagine. You see those, even just seeing the commercials where they're suggesting they make it seem all cutesy in the commercial about like, hey, all you gotta do is take a little bit of your doo doo and put it in this little thing. And I'm just like, that unbelievable. Now, for the record, Kelsey. I was trying to ask the most absurd question of all, and it led into personally identifiable information about your health <laughs> condition. But HIPAA since, violations abound. <laughs> but, since you're, but since you don't seem particularly offended by it, uh, thanks for being open with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, uh, di- so you do know what poop feels like. I do know what poop feels I like. I don't know what human poop feels like, I'm thankful to say. But, I mean, I, there may be a time in my life that I will. I mean, they're probably down mm-hmm. the road. They'll get do away with colonoscopies, and it'll be something like that. It'll be pick up your own poop and send it in or whatever, and... I'm trying to live a little bit past, not long past, but a little bit past 50 or whenever that starts. So, yeah, yeah I'll be messing with poop at some point. That was not the serious question I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. That okay. was uh, what I was going to say, we're getting into like scat play already, already and it's what fucking, they, we're 10 minutes into this. They call it, um, what do they call it from that movie called, uh, uh, Halle Berry, what was that movie called? Password Swordfish. Oh, yeah, no idea. John Travolta. Deep cuts. And also X-Men or whatever his name is. And oh, Hugh Hefner, Hugh Hefner. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hubert, <laughs> Hubert <laughs> McDubert. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. And he's, right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he has to like hack stuff. And so it's tons of just like uh, fast cuts past computer screens where you're hearing all these really high pitch things. And I'm like, if computers really made that noise, first of all, people would kill themselves. Yes. <laughs> Secondly, uh, anyway, um, so Password Swordfish, I brought that movie up for a reason. Now I don't remember why. And it doesn't matter. Coming back from poop. You're because a poop. Because even that has nothing to do with what I was going to ask you about, which is, last time we talked, you mentioned something that I found very, very intriguing, and I was looking forward to very much, which I believe has come and gone, and that was called, I wanted to call it by the wrong name, but I remembered what the real name was. It's called Inktober. Is that oh, right? Oh, yes, Inktober. I am very anxious to hear about Inktober. 
Well, Inktober, uh, yeah. So this year, I, I I started off very strong. I got, I got like I think I got nine days into it, ten days into it. I was doing it every day. I was doing really well. And then I had a two-week work trip to Cleveland, and it all fell off. No. And so I wasn't able to finish it this year. Oh. But I think the strategy, the strategy, the strategy is I'm on an email list. You get it in September. And what's, what's frustrating about that is there's people who, like, they start working on it in September. They do these beautiful, big, magnificent designs. And, like, I'm like, next year, I'm like, fuck them. I'm going to start doing it early, too. And I'm does, gonna, that, does that feel like – well, maybe we should – I want to I want to pause there and come mm-hmm. back to that. But let's maybe we take a step back and yeah. just describe briefly what Inktober is. Oh, yeah, Inktober. So it's like a daily art challenge that started a couple years ago. But it started on Instagram. There's a list of prompts that are released, 1 through 31. There's different words. So, like, it could be anything from, like, a noun, like caterpillar, or it could be, like, a verb. And, and you just – you're supposed to draw that image and that, what that brings to mind. Um, it can be done with any medium. The original original was done with ink. Um, you're supposed to draw one every day for the month of October. And with what um, eventual goal in mind? Is the idea that they'll be judged in some way and the, the – and the those deemed most evocative or what are the best ones will be given some award or will be given some exposure? Yeah. So I think uh, it initially just started off as like an art challenge. There's tons of art challenges, but now I'll just share with, share with the community. Yeah, here you go. Let's do this. But now it's grown into like, I think there's cash prizes. I think there is like, like they give away drawing tablets and supplies and all that stuff. I don't ever do it to win it. I just want to see if I can draw for 31 days in a row, which I've never done yet, but Oh, almost as, almost as kind of like a Zen exercise of kind of like, um, yeah, not to necessarily better yourself, but to sort of be in control of your own kind of like just prove to myself I can do it sort of thing. Right, right. I just have like the mental fortitude because like awesome. it's hard. Like you start like running out of ideas or like you get like a third of the way through and you're like, oh, I got 20 more days of this, right? It's that middle slump that catches people and you just got to fight through it. And wow. you want everything to be perfect and accepting it's not going to be perfect. And Yeah, you know. dude, that's, re- that's really, really awesome. I remember, oh man, people have probably heard this a million times. For some reason it stuck with me. Some story, I don't remember where we heard it, but the story was, and it's fake story I assume, but a professor div- is teaching an art class, divides the class into two halves. One half is assigned to spend, spend all semester... You know what? You would tell the story the other way. One half, <laughs> one half of this, one half of the class is assigned to every week. You have to produce a product. You have to produce a, the best clay pot you can make per week. You only get a week to do each one, so you're mm-hmm. going to be rattling them off. And the assumption is they're going to be shit, you know. And then the other, the other guys are given full freedom. You only have to make one. You get all semester to do it. And the idea is trying to tell you that. Well, in most cases, the best outcomes are going to come from the group that did this r- repeated thing you know yeah and yeah, yeah. that 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 repeatedly made mistakes and learned from them and all that kind of shit and it's like well that's kind of neat but then they also had to you know you're also being forced to overcome the the fact that you don't have time to iron out all the, per- the imperfections and so maybe there's some truth to that i don't know how, how many years have you done it for uh this is my third attempt at it third or fourth I think when you third. say why do you say attempt instead of as opposed to my third time doing it or what? Because I've never finished it. I've never done all 31. Do you feel like a failure? I do. I failed. Really? Yeah. It's compared to whom? Compared Com- to... Compared I to- never... <laughs> I didn't even start. I'm a failure. You, you like took on the challenge. You got into it. You didn't make it all the way through, but... Yeah, but I didn't finish it. Oh, but I didn't finish it. It's a failure. Okay. Failure. All right. I used to have a well instructor that would yell that at me. Failure. <laughs> failure. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm proud of you for as far as you made it. Yeah. Uh, were you out of? So you said you made it about nine days in, and yeah. you got called off for work. So that's not something to be too disappointed with, right? Yeah, that's a, you should still have just the discipline to get it done. You think you should just you have think discipline. that had you really dialed it in, you could have done work and done that. I think so. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I think if I had just. 
sucked it up. Is there not a is there not a philosopher out there? Is there not somebody out there teaching a philosophy that all that says at some point you gotta you gotta let yourself be exhausted. You gotta let yourself be maybe, but I'm gonna rage against that till the day I die. Okay. <laughs> hey, I respect that. I respect people who want to get as much done. You know, it's like we only get a few. It's wild looking at how. Did, did you ever see this on somebody put this on I don't know internet.com and it was like this is a graph of it's very easy to look at on a normal monitor even a 480p monitor you can see individual squares that represent every day of your life and you know you would think the resolution's not high enough it would have to be these tiny squares no 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 they're just big old chunky squares just run 365 of them across and then about me 7580 deep in, in rows every one of these dots is a whole day of your stupid life and here's how many of them are gone I don't know, man. That whole idea of like there's a very limited amount of time you've got. Sitting around is not the worst thing in the world, but hey, let's think about how much sitting around we really want to do because there's only so much time left. And so that maybe yeah, and I could, is I what could drives you. crash the truck off the side of the highway on the way to my dad's house. Yeah, you this. might not have as many dots. <laughs> I might have two a, hours left. You might have a few less <laughs> dots on the screen. Don't worry, Dad. She's coming to make it home. She's going to make it home just fine tonight. She's going to get all the way back to Cali with the second dog, most likely, with the, with somewhere between one and two dogs, with a, with a maximum likelihood estimate of 1.5 dogs. 1.5, yes. And yeah. everything's going to be fine. Ooh, I like that philosophy in some ways, but it scares me in some ways because I know I'm lazy and I don't do that. Oh yeah, and like no, but like I know like when I'm when I'm on my shit and I'm doing my schedule and I'm doing everything I want to do, like I'm happier. Like, and that's what yeah. I have to like dial in, right? Oh, like, that's great. Like just like, when you learn enough about yourself that you can trust your previous self. You yeah. Be like I know old Kelsey was happy doing this, and she's trying to tell me right now, like through time, she's trying to be like, hey, later, Kelsey. Get, stay, Get shit together. Stay busy. Yeah. Keep working. Stick with it. Believe in yourself. Oh, it's hard to do. Uh, that is awesome. And I I don't want to dote too hard, but I think you're so awesome as a person for that philosophy and others, but also as an artist. Um, that leads me to wanting to mention, by the way, did you notice your lovely original artwork? I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't want to be wall. like, my art's on the wall. Oh, I, I put it in the description as an edit later. I don't think anybody saw it. That's fine. But um, I was so excited. Yeah, I, I went to... Um, for I, I wonder how much email traffic or, or sorry inter, uh, website traffic you got from checking us out over at KelseyGarrettDraws.com. Beautiful. Uh, two R's, two T's in Garrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we talked about it, I hadn't seen it before. I had looked, but I looked more closely after our last pod, and I realized I kind of fell in love with the style. And then I was by that point, you know, you got me sucked. And it's like when the snakes got your whole leg. It's yeah. like you're still <laughs> fighting, but there ain't no getting out. So I was in, and I went to. I got to 2017, and I pulled up. What was the name of it? it oh, you're, you haven't even pulled up. God, it's such a professional studio here. Falling is the name of it. I can't. But I just fell in love with it. Like the closer you look, the more you find to adore about the style and about the oh, well, just everything about it. And I, you see down here, original available, which is no longer the case. I gotta update it. I'm, I'm not behind. for sale. I'm off my shit. Not for sale, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe it's still a bidding war. <laughs> I'll well, be like, Dan, ship it right, to somebody else. See. Yeah, right. It's like they offered me a little bit more. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, no, I saw this one. Fell in love, asked the price. It was a reasonable price. And I immediately uh, requested that that be put in my name. And I was, uh, and you said, okay, and sent it out. A week later, it's on my wall. And I absolutely love it. And I walk by sometimes and still see new little details of the little pen strokes and the little, the way that you work this shadow in here that's like hauntingly accurate. Oh, anyway. So, folks, check it out at Kelsey Garrett, 2Rs2Ts, draws.com. Um, and 
and mess with that. That was something I wanted to mention. There was one other thing I wanted to, oh, you know, speaking on the subject of art, mm-hmm. I, myself, am a bit of an artist, and by which I mean, not really. You are, absolutely are. No, stop, <laughs> stop. No, Dan does the cutest little cartoons and the cutest little scratch art, and it's really good. What should There should be a different name for it, because I really appreciate you saying that, and I know that I'm not. Illustration. I'm not a horrible, you know, artist is the wrong word. There should be a different word. It should be doodler or something you know like there should be a name for it. anyway i make silly little sketches and they're fun however this is not what i was talking about i was talking about sketching in an additional dimension that's right that 3d printer the third dimension <laughs> kelsey hey, what, and what is that there's something on the could it possibly be that something's been recently printed oh, oh wait oh i don't want to break it no fuck okay. with it Ooh, I should bleep that because we were so far we've been clean. I'll... Oh no, I've said a lot of f bombs. Oh, you've been dropping ass. Oh, I've been dropping. Excellent, make take oh, it. Oh, here I'll show you. Okay, hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Did it say the episodes of all? Twenty-seven is one of my favorite numbers. You kind of got to steal it, and then we'll have to do some cleaning. Okay, I was like, I've never been around a three D printer. It's all new. I think this should all peel right off. Anyway, folks, yeah, we did a little three D print here of a. Yeah, actually, that turned out pretty gosh darn nice. It doesn't look like it needs almost any cleanup at all. The backside looks eh, a little shoddy. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. And you want to know something you. else cool about that? What do you think happens if you turn the lights out? Glows. Glows. Oh my god! I'm gonna put right. it on my keychain. You do whatever you want with it. Anyway, I think uh, I'll, you are. I'll do so it later. I, this is. Um, by the way, I know you're listening out there, Don. I love you, Don. Uh, Diamond Don's out there. He's uh, he's my strip club co-announcer. We're, we have a team where it's it's Diamond Don and Dynamite Dan. Do you guys actually go to strip clubs? No, but it's all it's it's a kind of a fancy, some imaginary sort of thing we do, okay. where we uh, we announce the next stripper. I don't know, dude. It's it's a thing. Anyway, Diamond Don, I know you're out there, and he's been on five times on the podcast, and still doesn't have a keychain. Don't worry, Diamond Don. <laughs> next time, next time you'll get a keychain. <laughs> Kelsey, you are only the second, uh, not the second guest, the second uh, episode. With a with a keychain involved, so I hope that I love it. It's I'm gonna put it for you. right on my keys. And uh, well, anyway, that's uh. Hey, if anybody else out there is interested in 3D printing and you got something you want to print, yo, send it over. You know the email address in over my head at protonmail.com. Send me an STL file off of like Thingiverse wherever you found it. I'll print it for you, but that means you got to come on the sode. You know the deal. It's fun. You can bring your dog. And yeah, you're allowed to bring a dog as long as your dog. Is decently well behaved, which Remy's very well behaved. Yeah. Kind of a sweetheart, if I might say so myself. <laughs> kind of a cutie. There is another creature in the room with us, by the way, folks. And is he or she? She, she, she. She has been delightfully calm and silent and is being real cute with us right now. Um, which leads me to my next topic. Uh, and this time I'm not going to guess and make up a weird one because uh, it might end up being something very personal to you. But oh, like, no, so I'm, I'm just a personal person. We'll just go straight to the actual question, which is um, another thing that we discovered on your Instagram page. You want to shout out your Instagram real quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kelsey underscore Garrett underscore draws. I almost said at my company name.com. Because <laughs> we would have bleeped you. We would have bleeped you. I said it like I'm used to saying my email. We can bleep you. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you uploaded some really, really intriguing photos of a sidewalk chalk competition yeah i gotta hear about that yeah so i i think i mentioned it on the last time i was on. i've been kind of like in a depressive funk and 
sometimes I just start coming out of it. And so I was sitting there like on a Wednesday night and I was on Facebook, which I'm never on anymore. So it was like fates aligned. And uh, the Long Beach Post was posting a story about events happening this weekend. So I'm like, I'll get out of my ass. I'll go out and do something. And it was like, oh, a sidewalk chalk competition and you can still sign up for it. And I was like, sure. So I put my name on it. And then I'm like, I don't have any chalks. I haven't used pastel since high school. So I'm like frantically looking up a Dick Blick. It's like an hour away. Dick Blick's a, an art store. An art store. <laughs> it, it, they call it Blick's now to try to take say, out the dick. Guarantee you didn't have to look that frantically if all you needed was a Dick Blick. Oh, no. I see. Okay. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. So you're looking up a supply store. How long do you have? And you noticed a post about a competition oh. that was going to start in how many hours? From uh, when it was going to start Saturday morning at... And you're looking at what... Wednesday night. Okay, so you got Wednesday a couple night. days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Amazon Prime wasn't going to make it in time, so I was like really fucked. Okay, um, so so then in your mind, I know I'm kind of pausing you. In your mind at this moment, you're seeing that on Wednesday, and you're kind of, your heart's racing. You're like, you know what? I think I might fucking do it. I might do this. What's your immediate next thought? I need supplies. But then do you immediately have kind of like an, a, a cognizant or what's the word I'm looking for? Coherent inventory of what you're going to need for this? Or did you have to go to the drawing board? Do you have to go to kind of Google and figure out what you're going to need? Or were you immediately like, here's the colors I need. I just got to find a dick pic. A dick pic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I uh, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I So I went on this hike uh, in, oh gosh, the Eastern Sierras. And it was like these beautiful blue alpine lakes. And so I've been really inspired by those lakes and those mountains. So I knew I wanted to include that in it. So I knew I just needed like that, that teal blue, I knew I was going to need a lot of that chalk, but then I didn't really know for the rest of the colors, so I just found, like, a variety pack, so I just ordered that, and... Do you, at that point, have in your head exactly the color you need, and you know you're going to you're gonna know it when you see it, or do you already know it by name, or is it just oh, that there are maybe only, you know, only a few dozen to choose from, and you're like, this, probably this one, or... Uh, I, I guess I'm I'm imagining this whole wide array, kind of like when you see paint swatches at the hardware store, and you kind of, but you kind of already knew exactly where you were going to go as a jumping off point. Yeah, was this bright, beautiful, greenish blue color of water? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so then you, when you go to Dick Blick, um, there's like with the, <laughs> we're gonna call it Dick Picks from now on. We go to, we go to Dick Picks. There's a uh, there's a big old. Oh gosh, like shelving units, and it's got all sorts of slots with all the different colors in it. So you, I'm just kind of looking through, and then I found the teal, and then I had pre-ordered a set, so I had a set behind the counter waiting for me that was just a bunch of different colors. Oh, they were able to get them in quicker than Amazon. Yeah, no, the X they had them in stock, so I just oh, placed oh, I like see. a pickup order. Oh, and so then there was went, like, give me the generic 24 or 48 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, plus a couple of key colors. Oh, yeah, okay. go. I went grab extra black, extra white, and then the the pale, like that teal color I knew I was going to want. And by that point, I still like, so this is Thursday. This is the next day. I still don't know what I'm doing. I just know I like teal. So I'm like, I just, I know, no, <laughs> I'm like, whatever, we're just going to go. If you had to guess the average artist out there, first of all, how, about how many artists do you think participated? There was probably like 30 to 50 people there that okay. day. So yeah. it's a healthy amount, but not, it's not it countless like in theory if you wanted to you could interface with each one you could say hi to it's one of those kind of size right large classroom type of group of people at, at that point when you said you still kind of didn't know but you had sort of a palette and sort of a an imagination at that point out of 30 let's say there were 30 artists how many of them do you think had like a very clear idea of what they wanted to do i would say probably 10 to 15 of them because it's like there's a whole subculture of people that do these chalk things all the time. And I didn't realize that. And I didn't oh. know that. And are those the same group that does that overlap? I assume a lot with 
uh, the people that participate in these competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there was one guy, the guy next to me who drew a very like photorealistic picture of like a dolphin and a sea turtle. He's like, oh yeah, I'm here from Florida and I just do this for fun on the weekends. And he's like made an LLC about it so he can like write all these travel costs off as business expenses. So that guy's doing it right. Whoa. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Yeah. I don't wish hey, I knew man. his name. Ooh. It was... <laughs> But yeah, there was there was people that I mean people because it was a competition, right? So people who won it, I mean, clearly use chalk a lot. Clearly have have done it before. I mean, these look photo like photorealistic oil paintings with yeah. chalk, which is incredible. Yeah. So would you when so when you go there, what what did you expect? I, I don't want I don't know how to ask a question. What were you what did you expect kind of to get out of it? Like were you expecting to be inspired? Were you expecting to like fire up a competitive part of yourself and kind of energize yourself? Were you expecting just to network and meet people? What what kind of was your hope when you went into it? Yeah, my hope was really just to like kind of like regain myself because i feel like i've kind of let myself go over the past couple months like i've been kind of comatose i've been kind of like not invested in hobbies or things i enjoy and i was like let's just get out there and put yourself out there and try something and do something creative and something that you enjoy um and it it was just like let's just do something wildly different to wake up a little bit if that makes sense yeah i would i think definitely i think probably i think probably a lot of people could relate to that in to, to some degree. So now this is the first time you've done anything quite like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, first time like really doing like an art competition. I, I've shown it like shows in like high school, right? But I haven't done anything since I've been an adult. You know, I've just been hanging out, drawing, doodling. And this is a little different than probably a lot of art competitions. A lot of art competitions, I assume you kind of work in a studio and then you just show up with your piece. Right. This, this is, is different. Live. You're like, on the spot. Yeah. You literally, sh- I showed up at like, you could start at nine. I showed up at eight. They gave us like big pieces of paper to use because they weren't didn't want you drawing on the sidewalk because if it rains, then they're just screwed. So uh, they have you tape down your piece of paper. And I got there an hour early and they're like, you can't start till nine. And they were like real hammered about it. They're oh. like, it's time. So you only have seven hours to do this. OK, so, so somebody. So whoever's running, it's got a little bit of a stick up their ass. But they, yes. they have you drawing chalk chalk like mm-hmm. full like uh, what we would all know as to be chalk cyborg chalk kind of same it's it's pastel so it's a little softer um it's more highly pigmented than like sidewalk chalk and it's um chalk can be kind of rough and so the pastels we're using are a little softer so they're easier to blend um i see and yeah okay and and does it work quite the same on paper that they've yeah. given you as it would on on Smooth concrete or on whatever. Yeah, very very similar. I mean, I don't know. I've not done any of this on 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 a concrete, uh, like since childhood. But that's it's how, that's how most of those guys that you're yeah. talking about, LLC guy. That's how they usually do it, right? Yeah, he was are, showing me. Are pictures. they using that same pass? That are they using that medium on like hard concrete? Okay, so it works. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Sorry, I guess I got to talk. He can't just nod. No, (laughs) yes. People heard it in my voice. They're like, she's probably nodding. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. Uh, Yeah, I. So they, this was a, this was advertised as a, I guess like a kind of like a day long competition. Yeah, so seven hours, nine to four. If that's seven hours, really they were giving me lunch too, and I was like, I could use a free lunch. Um, But yeah, so they had, they showed up. You tape down your piece of paper. Um, and then it was just go time. And like, I didn't have like any reference photos. I just brought my phone with a couple pictures I thought I wanted to draw. There were people who had like things gridded out, who brought tracing paper with their design already all drawn out on it. And they were like, this is, I'm just going to trace it on here and keep drawing. Oh, really? People came ready for blood. And I'm just out there really? like. Really? I'm just going to trace it on? Yeah. So they interesting. have. Like, it was interesting because the, the people, the girl that won. 
hers beautiful, like beautiful technically, right? But it was like really just drawn off a photograph. Like somebody drew Kobe's face hyper-realistically and like they placed well. Somebody drew Jesus placed well. The guy who drew the photo, co beautiful copy of the dolphin and the, the sea turtle placed well. Um, but this is really just how, how well can I as a human essentially recreate a, an actual photograph image? Yeah, and there were some people doing creative stuff. Like all mine was kind of like my work is like surreal, different, yeah. but it wasn't super realistic or hyper realistic. or Sure. And that's kind of so what seemed goes... to place well was the stuff that mimicked life a lot more. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you, it's interesting to point that out, but it's also interesting that your, your take on that or your feel on that, that you're like, you don't seem offended or annoyed by that. No, I think it's just like who was who was judging, right? So who was judging it was sure. was like the Long Beach pageant winner. So it was like girls. Um, I, I thought that girls really matters, but like younger people who aren't like art worldly, right? And I'm not saying like mine was better than the people who won because the people who won they did beautiful. But it was I just like you. I didn't come in with it with like the headset. Hey, maybe do something kind of pop culture related. Maybe do something that people will identify with, or you know, um, that idea. Or come you know more prepared than just like Wednesday night I'm doing this. But it was. A fascinating experience. I think if I did it again, I would have a whole different approach to a competition style art project. That's awesome. Yeah. So glad you did it, huh? Oh, super glad. That you. That so that's you. That's current Kelsey telling future Kelsey when she's feeling lazy on the couch. Hey, get up, go do it. It'll be fun. It'll right. Be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, it seems like it seems like your past selves speak more loudly to your current selves, and current selves speak more loudly to your future selves than a lot of people have. You you seem to be able to jar yourself out of a funk or something a lot of times like a lot of your stories involve you having sort of a i don't want to be patronizing but and i'm like, oh, sucking my own dick here today but yeah <laughs> it's, good, it's fun i was gonna use the word triumphant oh, so that's okay. a little dick sucky isn't it <laughs> no, no. a positive a really positive sort of like um going from something either very very mundane or banal or bored or potentially even depressed or kind of sad and using that as an energy to jump towards would you be able to maybe put a thumb on kind of like how 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 are you able to harness that positivity and yeah I, I think key is like if you if you feel it for a second if like there's just a moment you're like i should do this like you just trust that and you don't sit there and second guess it and it's learning like when to trust that and just to blindly move forward with it and like knowing when that like there's obviously safe situations to do that and unsafe situations to do that but just to be like look i'm going to put myself out there and go to this jujitsu gym for the first time or i'm going to put myself out there and i'm going to go to this art competition that i've never done before just like it doesn't matter what it is but just to ride that gut and trust it and believe in yourself it, it only takes three seconds and then maybe a little bit of follow-up but like once you get the ball rolling sign up for something put some money into it do do something that gives you a little bit of commitment and just let yourself ride it and don't second guess it. And that's what I have found has has done it um, for me a lot is just letting letting yourself ride with that. But getting there can be hard. Um, and I, I don't have the answer for like where, where that flash comes from. But it's just sometimes you just see that thing. It sparks something and you trust yourself to go with it. I think that's awesome. Yeah, man, I was so scared to do some of the dumb, weakest crap I've done in my life. I was so scared to do. And it just you sit around going, well, I'll do it when I'm ready. And it's like, you're never going to feel ready. Kelsey, you you told me last time you were here about a little thing you were kind of considering doing, sort of selling off some of your belongings, maybe downsizing a little bit, maybe all the way to the point that you and your whole existence could exist inside of a vehicle, a four-wheeled vehicle over the road. Any progress in that direction? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, oh, sorry. The... Uh... <laughs> I should have just belched right into the microphone. Um, we can bleep it if you want. No, I, I'm just gonna leave a no. nasty long bleep. I'm gonna I'm gonna space it out and put a four second bleep, and then with little sputters in there, it'll be like beep, oh beep, oh my god, beep. 
throwing up noises. And then a little bit of laughing. Yeah, yeah. And even a snort if I could get one in there and then beep a little bit more. <laughs> we're not really going to bleep it. Van life. What was, oh, yeah, van life. <laughs> I was like, where the hell I'm were sorry. we? Um, yeah, so actually before I left for Beaver, Utah on Sunday, I uh, sold a lot of my furniture to my, my good really? friend. Yeah, she uh, they're having their first kid or, or her first kid. Um, and she needed some furniture. It's a new place, so I sold a bunch of that. And then I have all of my sentimental childhood items in my truck right now that I'm leaving at my dad's. Oh, okay. um, so now everything there's a couple things left at the the apartment that I probably could do a bucket two more back to my dad's, but like my truck is so full I barely had space for Remy, my dog, and my own suitcase of clothes. Like it's disgustingly full. And you're leaving most of that at like for posterity with Ed. Yeah, like a lot of it is like childhood childhood stuff. Yeah. Um and uh so you so this that contributes to your story of downsizing, letting yeah. go of some of your stuff, getting rid of things, um, and so you really are moving in that direction. Yes. Oh no. I, I we we my roommate and I did not resign the lease. My lease is up December twelfth. I have an Airbnb in Pahrump, which is just outside of Death Valley. You want to shout out your roommate? Oh, Amanda. So, Amanda. What's up, up, Amanda? Shouts out, Amanda. <laughs> um. So I'm going to live outside of Death Valley for, excuse me, two weeks. Still working remotely. Um. But living there for two weeks and then after that i go to we do a trans catalina um hike which is there's an island catalina is a real place it's not yes. just the wine catalina mixer. island is near like la or something isn't it right yeah it's it's part of the channel islands right outside the coast of california yeah. catalina island is a thing my mother used to talk about she says how big is that island uh so it's i forget how big the island is but the hike is about 40 to 50 miles somewhere in there we're gonna take like five days to do it Whoa. um so no working during that period no we're doing it the week after christmas through new year's eve so we'll actually spend new year's eve on one of the beaches and watching fireworks on the beach, like out in the middle of nowhere, in some tents. Dude, who's we? Uh, we so it's uh, it's me, uh, Sam or Thor, uh, Alex Lore, and uh, Tui. So oh. yeah, dude, you think? Uh... You th- I was gonna try to make. I love all those people. Yeah, I was right. Gonna, I was gonna try to pick one to make fun of and be like, "You think such and such couldn't really handle a, a hike?" They can all handle it. Try to make fun of them, but I was like, "No, I actually like all those people. Right. You guys are great. None of you <laughs> I want to make crew. fun of. You guys are awesome." Um, shout outs, Alex. Shout outs, Tui. Shout outs, uh, Thor. Um, well, dude, I'm really happy for you. And that, so would you say that by that, by the time you reach that point, which is in the very near future, you're going to be full hashtag van life? Yeah, yeah. So I'll be, I'll still be traveling a lot for for work. Um, but yeah, I will. I'm at least dedicating the next year to living out of my truck full time. Wow. And then if we like it, um, I'll probably get like a travel trailer or build out the bed at the end of the year and then move from there. But I'm excited. So. I wanted to circle back to one thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit about Inktober, which I, here's the here's the fake term I was gonna. I, in my head, I was like, I got it. It's Sketchtober. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's Inktober. Was Inktober's way better. Sketchtober's like not the, tor- not terrible. The less that's uh, the that's the Walgreens brand. Less or whatever. imposing. No, it's like sketch. Oh, like it's pencil. Oh. Like it's not permanent. It's Sketchtober sketch. is like the middle softer. school, high school version. Yeah, Inktober's it's like weeblows. Permanent. It's, like, it's the cupcake. What do they call them? Brownies for before. <laughs> Before they get to the hardcore ass Girl Scouts. Oh yeah, brownies and then uh, juniors and then cadets. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And then they go into full blown punk ass oh. mean ass Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those yeah, they just skip a couple steps <laughs> and go straight into uh, straight into teen pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Yes. Oh, this podcast is diffy, just funny for what? a different reason. Oh no, my this God. is a very serious podcast. I know. It's we interesting. Still, hey, we still haven't even gotten to uh, this uh, to a place where I have to click the explicit button, have we? Oh, I've dropped 
I've, I'll fuck. I'll fucking say it. Well, now I have to click. I said split. scat earlier. <laughs> I, we talked Wait, about. Wait, is that a is that a fo- is that foul language? Scat. scat? I mean, I feel like I thought that was like plays. the alternative to saying like <laughs> or like oh uh, scat. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> if I said anal play, I mean, we definitely have to explicit. Is that explicit? I anal like play. Anal I feel like kids play. should know about. It. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They <laughs> definitely not know. Um, the, my, I was going to wrap back around and say, uh, Sketchtober. Now you called it a failure. I think you know deep down it was not a failure, but it was not what you would consider a round, a, a round success. What would you take away as your greatest success from this year's Inktober? I'm sure there were some positives. What's the greatest positive? Oh, the positive is that I just started started drawing again and uh, doing something consistently and. Um was trying to have fun with it. Like there was a couple towards, like there's a couple where I just knew I didn't have an hour. I didn't have two hours. I didn't have three hours to dedicate it to. And I was like, that's okay. Just draw something. Like there's a little one I drew of, of based off my dog. The, the prompt was fan. And I was like, what am I? I can't a fucking fan. I don't want to draw. I'm not good at drawing mechanical things. It's not a strength of mine. So I wasn't looking forward to it. Um, so I drew her and her little tail spinning around in a fan, like it was lifting her up like a helicopter and it was kind of goofy Jesus and silly Christ, that's and so cute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I just kept going as much as I could. And, and next year it's just like, just do it no matter what, even if it's a 10 minute drawing, who cares what it looks like? You know, sometimes getting it done is better than nothing. And that's something I got to learn in my real life. I'm a perfectionist to a fault, Yeah. but that's uh yeah. Somebody you mentioned earlier taught me a term that I'm sure everybody has heard. I wonder, I bet you I've said this before the term, um, Paralysis by analysis. Isn't that that a wild thing? You sit around thinking about how to do something perfect and then you end up doing nothing at all. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And it's wild to think that people of vastly different mindsets uh, experience that in their own different ways. You look and go, well, why would I don't want to do this B plus work? And it's like, well, if you don't get pencil on paper, you're never going to learn how to, you know, uh, that happens to me quite yeah. a bit <laughs> yeah 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 no i mean that was yeah i mean even back to the trial competition like i remember looking at pictures of the past of it and i was like oh i could do what these people are doing and i'm like well then go fucking do it right you know like go do it and i didn't win anything so it's like obviously you can't so well, keep working at it not can't i know not can't but right, like right, the right. idea is like you can sit there and judge other people and you can analyze like i could do that so it's kind of like the other side of the go play oh, i could do it so that why looked do it? easy that's both sides of that what right? he's doing over there is not that hard I, I find myself doing that too watching a guitar video of somebody yeah. and i'm like the little portions of you're like well that wasn't that complicated and it's like first of all you couldn't do that as nicely as he did second yes. of all did you see the other parts that were complicated <laughs> yeah. you jerk off you know like what are you doing, by the way, besides sitting around judging people? Get, ugh, pick something up and do something. Yeah. Ugh, it's great to know people that actually do, though, actually pick something up at some point. I know a lot of people, and I respect a lot of people, too, like myself, who very often don't actually, you know, have a lot of ideas about picking it up and doing it, and then most of the time don't. So anytime a person picks it up, I feel like that's something that we, that as friends and, and the community surrounding that person, should all cheer for. It's like, you know, even what you make, even if what you make is not something I like or even agree with potentially, hey, kudos for picking it up. Yeah. Doing something. Yikes. No, it's like healthy to look like an idiot every so often because it's just humbling, oh. right? Like, Isn't even that, that's even an Alanis Morissette song, wasn't is it, it? Is it? Yeah. She says, I, incur- I recommend putting your foot in your mouth to anyone. Yeah. I, what song is that though? You live, you learn. You okay. laugh, you learn. Okay. <laughs> the voice crack and everything. No, yeah. 
I recommend, yeah, look, being a jackass once in a while because, like, hey, you got to figure out who you are as a person. You can't figure that out if you don't practice. And practice means failing most of the time. Yeah. Whatever. I always thought, I thought I was really smart at some point around the age of, I don't at a young age when I was like, I finally realized that the first part of success is suck. suck. And I thought I was so clever for figuring that out. I was like, you got to be bad for a while. <laughs> you I, have to. You have to. Or you'll never get good. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody starts out good. <laughs> God, one of the worst. So back to what a weld instructor told me once is like, you would have to improve just to suck. It's one of the most painful things. Dang. I know. And I think but did that... he mean it? Did he or she mean it hell of like serious? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> Who says that? That's like that. That's just downright rude. Yeah, but say. it stuck with me. Like fucking fight. I, I thrive on that shit. Yeah. Kelsey, so that's we, when you said suck. I was like, that's hilarious. We talked a little. <laughs> that's that's just downright mean. What that guy said to you. I know. Okay. All right. All Good. Right. That's like not a, that's not a thing a teacher should say. I mean, sometimes a teacher could maybe say like, "This is honestly, this is bad. It doesn't look like you prepared. You didn't even practice." But this guy's just like, "You suck so bad, you don't even suck." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, Kelsey. But what are you now though? But you're you're good now, right? I mean, I'm okay. that's what okay. if that where where is that asshole now? If he came back and saw you weld, what would you say today? You uh, think he would he would probably say you, you've improved enough to suck because that's just him. Okay. See, <laughs> yeah. so maybe he's a little bit of just a little bit of a all right. He's a little bit of a teaser. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck this guy. If you're out there, hey, shout outs. Not actually, fuck you. Tell your friends about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness Ugh, we've gotten so we've gone 49 minutes and this has been an absolutely delightful conversation the time flies by this would be a a point in the in the episode where we have to we have to do it's called it's fan service we have to do something for the fans which is we all do our voices of our what our characters are on the actual show so you have to do your voice of beatrice the um uh, enchanted witch of west uh what what was it called? Butthole Utah. Where would you have? Butthole. To... Oh, Beaver. Beaver yeah, Be- Utah. Beaver Utah. Beaver the Queen Utah. of Beaver Utah. No, you don't actually have to do. I was like, this. please God, no. Fan service. Uh, fan service is what everybody likes is uh, on a daily basis. I'm getting anywhere between hundreds and quadrillions of emails. All right, let's do it. And we'll see. And we'll give them a read because, like I told people, I read every single one, and the ones that w- ask to be or wish seem to wish to be read on air, we read them on air. So we're, why don't we take a look? Let's go. Oh, it's emails. We oh, got my emails. God. Who could these be from? Oh, no. <laughs> Who could these be from? Well, we'll go back and clean we up whatever clean you want. Um, uh, let's see. Well, we got one here from a gentleman, I suspect, gentleman by the name of Samuel. Yeah. All right. Thor. Now, and if you didn't, uh, now, if it does go on to say, like, I wish to remain anonymous, oh. we'll go black and bleep your name, my dude. I promise. But, uh, hey, what do you know? So, do you want to read or do you want me to read to you? Um, Can we take turns? Sure. Can we yeah, do it? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. paragraph. You want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Go for it. Okay. If humans do not have lungs, how would we breathe? Oh, I feel like a reverse queef. <laughs> straight up the butt. Yeah. Just, oh, wait for you. Straight no, up the girl butt. Yeah. What do girls have instead of a butt? Is it a vagina instead of a butt? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a manatee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's a woman manatee. It's I a woman manatee. Um, uh, if we, <laughs> you're thinking straight through the 
Straight, straight, the just, reproductive organs would I think be how. so, yeah. And then does it just, there's enough blood flow down there that it kind of circulates yeah, through the actually, rest of... Yeah, that's actually, that's probably, you know, that's probably true. You could probably, because it's capillaries in your lungs, right? There's high blood flow down there. That's where piercings heal the fastest because there's a lot of blood flow sure, and sure, all sure. that stuff. It's the yeah. only place I've ever gotten a piercing. Yeah. On my manatee. Do you really have a dick piercing? Oh, I, no, on your, okay. All right. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> I'll just whisper it to the people. See, not, I wonder if it makes it sound different. In it, anyway. No, I do not. Um, how if humans? I know the answer to this one actually, because in prehistoric times, when the air was, when the atmosphere was more uh, concentrated with the oxygen, there were able to be bigger bugs and stuff. Because they don't use lungs, they actually like they have like a ton of capillaries near the skin. And they just bring it in somehow, like okay. transdermally through the skin. And actually, but so that does not support my answer because my answer is like Kelsey said. Uh, for dudes, it'd be through the dick hole. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Just yeah. so little whistle. Nothing about the skin. I just wanted to tell, mention that I watched a Discovery show one time <laughs> about large insects in the past. Great question. Great question. I like that. You want me to get the next one? Yeah, go for All it. All right, here we go. Thank, thanks, by the way, Sam, for these questions. Um, if you had to choose a bodily fluid, <laughs> oh my god, as an art medium, which would you choose? I'm thinking blood. For me, I don't. I don't want to be too gross because feces i've never felt it i'll feel it someday the squish haven't done it um obviously you got piss doesn't how's that going to show up you would need like a wet reactive material of some sort it's gonna be expensive you can't just piss there's not enough color there itself well you can piss in the snow you you barely see it it's not even gonna be that orange though it's like yeah, that's um, really wrong with you yeah and i don't want to i mean like semen it's like first of all where are you gonna get that much second of all how are you gonna keep it like nice and like it Liquidy. artable Artip- it likes to get crusty uh, i think i i don't know but yeah i'm thinking blood for sure because mm. here's another thing you blood can from where how you, would you collect the blood i i i i'm thinking in a humane way the same way they collect i mean they collect blood for like donations they mm-hmm. collect blood for like help and save people's lives right people that have blood loss from injuries and things like that or who need transfusions for because of some reason if it's what whether it's a kidney or liver issue so um i think there are plenty of healthy ways to get blood that makes me feel a little less bad about acquiring it and it looks dope as shit when you paint with it right because it starts out bright red then it gets a little darker and it's kind of got this nasty edge to it i'm gonna paint with blood that being said i'm not a good painter so forget everything i said great question though (laughs) uh i would go i would there's a lot of women who do like period blood stuff and i'm not into that so that's that's i'm not into that but what i would news to me yeah um so i would probably go with your cerebral spinal fluid because there's this cool thing that you like i remember when i was i I did emt school and how you can check like head injuries and stuff is if people are bleeding out of their ears you stick like i think it's your ears or your nose i don't remember i'm not an active emt it's been a minute but you can stick like a tissue up to them and like if they're if they have cerebral spinal fluid coming out of them like it'll the blood will form like a ring on top of it or something. It's like the way it reacts. Well, it's like with they it. don't mix together perfectly. They don't kind of like oil together. and water kind of thing. Yeah, and like this is all probably medically wrong. I'm not an active EMT. It's okay, but um, yeah. So I would probably take that and see if I could mix it with like paint or something and see how that like. Oh, marbling. and get a trippy kind of like yeah. um, a trippy sort of effect about how the two sort of separate from one another. Yeah, and give you a weird bubble thing or yeah. a weird streaky type of thing. Yeah, dude, Different. Kelsey, always coming with the right answer. I feel for for two reasons. I feel that you should read the next question. First of all, your your answer was so much better than mine. Second of all, we agreed to it. Oh, we agreed to it. Remember oh, to it's take my turns. turn. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, not quite yet. Oh my god. <laughs> well, go ahead. T- give it a read. All right. And take a breather. Ooh, good breather. And we're back. Um, 
Kelsey, you want to go ahead and read the next one? Oh, I'm revved up and ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or have dicks going down your back like a stegosaurus? Oh. Definitely the dick stegosaurus. That, I mean, 100%. Not even a question. What would that be called? Is there a better word for it? Dickosaurus? Yeah, say, okay. Penosaurus? You You keep explaining yourself. I'll think of a good word for it. So it comes because I watched this this video. Uh, it was a prank video. And I remember they like hot glued dildos down this guy's back i think and it was all they're all it's all in spanish so they're all screaming in spanish this guy's got dicks all up and down his back and i was like that actually looks like fun but could you imagine like orgies that way like you could just lay on your back or on your stomach and just people would just come up and like bounce on you It'd be like an adult bouncy house <laughs> you're asking if i can imagine that yeah, yeah i can yeah, and it feel really good and you just have your little dicks depends who's riding them because if it's dudes you can call it a peg um this one's for you dad all right anyway oh we, wait we the can oh no don't believe it don't believe anything <laughs> <laughs> well would i which one i rather have gosh i feel like um yeah dude you're right if i if if you're going uh, like female genitals on the forehead it's just going to be makeup all the time or wearing these weird low low stocking caps baseball caps kind of thing where you're kind of like there's like a video game character that wears like a mask like some kind of a collar or something up to disguise that she's got like predator mouth or something yeah. which is hot otherwise and i'm like dude, that's all i think when i see that it's like that's gross dude because dudes think that's hot and i'm like this woman is basically half alien and all murderous predator kind of person um yeah. which would be better yeah dicks going up and down your back's gonna be harder to hide because you can't put a stocking cap over them well, you could I guess just I'll, like 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 chastity chain it, right? So you could like tie them, kind of tie them down. Yeah. But are they gonna feel like normal dicks? Is because it, it's like mm -hmm. if I if you just mm -hmm. take my dick and just wrap it to the side of my leg or something like that, it's gonna be uncomfortable the whole time. Right. It's gonna I, be upset. Um, if I have eleven of them going up and down my, how many vertebrae do you have? Quite a few. I should know that I don't. If there's one for, well, he didn't specify one for every, but no. if they're up and down the spine, let's imagine we have, let's imagine we have ten. Yeah. Um, and they're normal size, you know, not yeah. huge, but normal size. You start strapping them five inches American average, right? Is that, is that world or is that American average? Five centimeters, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I assume. I think it's five inches, five and a half. I assume somewhere around there. I mean, it's just saying, everybody knows what a dick looks like. It's just a dick. But, um, also what's the mechanics of these things too? Do they behave like, you know, when. Yeah, well, I randomly get like a back erection. Kind of, like, <laughs> that's right. If you, depending on, yeah, I don't want to. You're a back sleeper. Hey, you get I tell like you a, what. Like a wet dream that's oh, going to be a really no, bad night. Dude, you're going to like raise off the oh, bed. Oh, is that what's going to happen? <laughs> I want, let, let me tell you from a, from a, first of all, a dude. Secondly, a stomach sleeper standpoint. Let me tell you. You don't just elevate. <laughs> your, hips, your hips just don't magically lift up off the. <laughs> You're like, it's not how that works. That's not how that works. All right. Hey. So Clearly, you've never had a penis. Sam, <laughs> Sam, remember how we told you great question for the first two questions? Bad question. Oh, I like that one. Question number three was bad. <laughs> Kelsey liked it, which tells you it's even more bad. <laughs> um, I think I believe it's my turn to read. It is your turn. Tag your it. Sam, for those out there who are getting nervous, Sam gave us graciously gave us six questions. We're on to number four right now, which and it's my damn turn. If every oh no, <laughs> if every time you got aroused, your body made a noise, what would you want that noise to be? You remember a South Park episode where Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, what was his last name? Jimmy Valmer <laughs> was learning what erections were, and there would be a little dingling noise. It would be like a little bell <laughs> every time, and he's like, "You have to be kidding me!" Like he would be so. 
You'd be so frustrated about the time. Like, Not now. This, this is the worst timing ever. Anyway, uh, what would be the noise? That was actually a pretty, that was a good noise for it. Um, if I were going to get it, gosh, you would, what would you want? Do you have a, a clever idea for this I one? Think, I think I would go with like air horns. Like, like real loud? Like real loud. Like, like a. Or just like very, very low volume phone ringer in your pocket where it goes. Maybe some. And and only the people near you can hear it and everybody chuckles to themselves because they know you're getting hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or would you want it to be like everybody around just has to know that you. But I guess the question is, is it just you or is it everybody? Like, will people know what it is? Because they could just hear air horns. Is this this everyone in the world is afflicted with this in some way and they choose a ringtone? Yeah. Or a ding tone? Choose a (laughs) ringtone. Choose a. She's an air arouse around around a dong tone. A, a dong a, tone. Uh, a, uh, yeah, I don't know what another word for a boner tone. A bone tone. How about that? Um, yeah, good question. Now, if everybody had to, then it would just become just as obnoxious as ringtones right. were when they first started, and still kind of are. Yeah. Where it's just it just begins to play your favorite R and B song at full volume, and you don't make any attempt to fucking go get it. <laughs> my neck, my back, uh-huh. my yeah, pussy, yeah, that's and what, my gra- that's what I want. And it's to like, play. hey, ma'am, could you? Uh, Maybe just just reach in your pocket and press any button because I'm pretty sure that'll silence it. I ain't trying to hang up on her. No, I know you're not. But she gonna know if I silence her. No, I don't think she will. Like the rest of us know that you didn't. Yes. Is that's kind of what's uh okay? So what kind of bone tone would you want if everybody else had one? You'd want something kind of fun and unique. Yes. Honestly, I would want yeah. mine to be. I w- I make this joke a lot, but it's kind of true. When you're at a bar or a restaurant, hanging out with your friends, kind of around a table of eight, you can talk to the one or two people adjacent to you, but it's hard to talk to people across the table. And then the music kind of dies down, and you're able to shout over to your work friend or your buddy, you know, like your your friend's wife that you haven't talked to in a few weeks, and you're like, "Hey, how's it going, by the way, over there?" And then immediately, my neck, my boot, and you can't talk anymore. So I always make the joke when the music goes down to the volume, the, the, the volume of essentially zero in between songs. I'm like, oh, finally, they're playing my song. Yeah. For that five seconds. Yeah. That's my song. And it's kind of true, though. I would, I think I would want my bone tone to be kind of something very, very quiet. So mm-hmm. people would hear it and be like, oh, it's Dan's bone tone. And I could just like, don't worry, guys. I'll like I'll sit in such a position that do, that it just kind of goes away. You don't have to but, see it, yeah. Yeah, like you don't it. have to. I wonder what. Now, here's what I want to know: is what would his answer to this question be? Sam, write back with what your answer to this question would be. You know the email address. Respond. All right, your turn, Kelsey. We okay. got two questions to go, guys. Hang hang with us. I'm actually loving this. This is good. This is good. This no is good. no idea what the people out there are are thinking, but I am loving it. Oh, we got serious questions now, I think. Okay. Uh, what is the most wise thing someone has ever said to you? Ooh, Sam with the deep question. Oh, man. I mean, I have something that was said to me that, like, has literally altered the course of my life. But I don't know if it's really wise. And it's funny because it's like an offhand comment they probably don't even remember saying to me. But I, somebody said to me, the most interesting people move away, like, from their hometown and leave. And I've literally based my entire life around never staying in one place. So I don't know if that's wise. That's really what we're going with. How do you define wise? I think wisdom is like to be able to like fast forward you through the years to know something that you would otherwise have had to learn over the course of a very long time. Like when somebody says, keep your eye on the ball. If you do it yourself, it takes you till the age of 37 to learn when you're trying to hit a baseball. You need to look at it. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. then your coach tells you that when you're seven years old. So that's wisdom because yeah. he's been there. He's like, I'm too old. I can't do it anymore. 
So you think, would you be able to categorize that statement as something that this person taught you and it was something that you maybe would have learned yourself eventually, but were able to get, maybe this maybe. was just something that clicked with your wavelength. I think so. That's why I'm like, God, I wish I had a better answer. That's so awesome. Though. I also think my brain's like slow Kelsey, right now. Kelsey, hang on. That, for the record, is an extremely awesome answer. Like it doesn't have to be, just because it doesn't actually fit the bill. Yeah. That was such like a cool answer to be able to discuss. Here, I tell you what, why don't I answer? Yeah. Well, actually, damn it, I don't know an answer. I know. Like, don't put it on yourself. It's like, I was going to say, dump it on me. And yeah. then while you think, um, hey, what do you think? How how bad do we think the no question number six is? Maybe we loop back. Like when Steve Harvey is like, hey, guys, future Dan here. Just wanting to give you a, a heads up that I'm about to attempt to do not only a Steve Harvey impression, which doesn't go over well, but also a, a really incoherent sort of rundown of uh, how the fast money segment works on Family Feud. The whole idea is some sort of like a metaphor or analogy. It doesn't go over well, but um, enjoy. If you, uh, if, you, if you repeat the same answer, I'm, you're gonna hear this noise. Mm -mm. I'm gonna give you 25 seconds from the time I finish asking the first question. Are you ready? And it's always somebody like looking down, like holding their hands in front of them, looking down like, <clears throat> I'm ready. <laughs> On a scale from one to 10, how much do you wish you were Steve Harvey? Uh, 10. Anyway, we can quit with that. One, <laughs> I, but, like, um, uh, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm like high. Like I'm but so then they do. deprived. <laughs> like, you're turning into Steve Harvey in front of me. I'm like, what's going to be the next Harvey. sentence? The mustache <laughs> pops out after yeah. that. And then the, and then the silly mustard colored tie and shirt uh no but then he's like if you don't know an answer and you want to move on you just say pass we'll come back to it if we have time at the end yeah should we pass this one let's let's, let's pass let's 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 leave All it right. we'll come back it's robert's rules on passing it you just say pass okay. table 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 table, table, table till the next one and then yeah. we'll do it as it'll be old business at the next meeting there we go which the next meeting is like in 60 seconds yeah perfect <laughs> i'm down i'm down i'm down Hey, Robert, by the way, your rules suck. Well, no, they're maybe they're the best ones we got. Who's got better rules? Robert, Bob. Bob Wait, is crazy. No, somebody else has other rules. There's like TV you shows. Sure? Somebody's rules. Somebody rules. Something rules. Cider House rules? That's a novel, what? right? I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody's got better rules than you, Robert. Where are you? Robert, if you got beef with me complaining about you, in over my head at ProtonMail.com. Shout it out. All right? No, no death threats. Um, <laughs> Final question. I believe my turn to read. Your turn to read. The last one was so serious. I'm nervous. No. Oh, my. Is this one serious, too? I can already see. If you could erase one thing from your past, but by doing so, everything you learned from that experience would also vanish, would you? That's a terrific question. Um, yeah. Was there something you did so detrimental and you thought even, like, like there was no benefit to that? That was just plain nasty and... And I wish it would the whole thing would go away. Wow, what a that's a that's a powerful question too. Oh boy. Mm. Um let's see. Mm. I, I imagine it would be well, I you wanna think of the, the the gnarliest things you ever did, which would be like hurtful things. Is there something I did that was kind of just mean or very selfish? But those are the also the I guess herein lies the the difficulty of the question because those are also the most teaching moments when you realize I don't want to be that person. You do that, maybe you maybe you end up doing something that hurts somebody and you're like oh just quit doing that and so it's like no i need those lessons you want them as early as possible in life right. kind of when you're you're allowed to get away with it when you're nine when you're 12 when you're 14 or even 17 18 it's not as bad as she so you need them okay um let me think let me think sam do you have any idea of something that you would totally undo including the lesson yeah 
I think it would have to be like when I was nothing because nothing when I'm older, everything I'm older, even if I've been hurtful or like, yeah, you're right. The immediate thing is when have I hurt somebody physically or mentally or like, you know, like I accidentally kicked my best friend in the face in elementary school and like I wish that hadn't happened. But oh, yeah. OK, but so like, that might be a good example. Yeah. Like the one I'm thinking of is like one time I took our, our old like geriatric lab. I don't know if she was old yet, but I took her on like a three hour long walk and towards the end like all of her paws got ripped off and so she had like she started to limp and i was like come on lizzie you're okay and like all of her paws got like sheared off and like i just feel bad that like i put her in that much pain so maybe that's like you know i i because there's i don't feel like i learned anything from that Uh it was just like i did something stupid and hurt an animal like complete and total accident would be be the answer to this question ah not such a clever question after all just a total (laughs) and complete question i remember i'm sure there's way worse examples but i can now think of yeah, I uh, I played sand volleyball one time. I just whipped my arm around, totally not meaning to, and hit a hit a girl right in the nose. I mean, like square in the nose, like I yeah. like you would have punched her in the nose. And she and I and I felt so bad. And I tried to give her a hug, and she was just like, "You get off me! I need, I just need to be, I just need some space right now." She was so upset, and I was like, "Yeah, she had the right to be." Because man, I felt it on the back of my. It was right on the back of my wrist as I flailed my hand up to try to hit a ball or whatever. Yeah, and I caught all of her face right in the nose oh i felt so bad and and yeah and she was like there was no she was like i'm mad like that that was garbage like why were you not more careful i'm like damn you're right and yeah when i knew it i didn't mean to do that shit in the first place it's like there was no lesson learned yeah that was just a poor girl who was having an okay time playing some volleyball and i was having a bad time because this dude she probably never even had that much respect for just basically punched her in the face so yeah, that, I, I'll take that one back, Allie. If you're out there, shout out to Allie. Love you very much. And uh, sorry about your face. Really, really sorry about hitting you in in your pretty nose that time. <laughs> and uh, I hope it's feeling all better. Uh, we have seen her since, and she seems to be doing well. Good. Shout out to Allie Good. and uh, and the whole, the whole fam out there. Yeah. All right. Hey, we figured out your little tricks, Sam. <laughs> okay. Now back to the question that you passed oh, on. Oh gosh. Now back to the question you passed on. What's the most wise thing you ever had somebody say to you? And they don't have to sound like Steve Harvey. Oh, God, I haven't thought of anything. We'll come Man, back to it if we I'm can. I'm going to need to email, email we'll, back we'll, in. We'll email you back. Thank you, Sam, for those questions. That was a really thoughtful email yeah. that we got. Yeah. Thank um, you, Thor, or Sam, or whatever how damn cool was, How damn cool was that? Those were a lot of fun. And I now that's going to have me laying up at night, but not in a bad way, thinking about what is the most wise thing? Because my dad's very, very wise. My uh, my best friend, Corey, extremely wise and taught me a lot of the things that I know in life just from being a few, like mentally always six to eight years ahead of me. I felt like Bob being physically, you know, one or two years ahead of me. He was always so far ahead and I learned so much from that guy. And uh, and so, yes, between some of these people, I could put together a list of three or four things. Great question yeah. and a lot of fun to think about. Uh, we got one more email from the man the myth the legend i don't recognize this Mad name. Dog Garrett. or do i uh before we get to you mike um I, I i need to consult with my uh my my co-host we'll be right back all right we're back dad i know you were thinking about this one for a little while while we were out on break but i consulted with your daughter and we're ready to go on to the next email okay here we go <laughs> we do. You did good. We did good. We I'm did good. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This one comes from Mikel Garutata. Mikel Gar. I'm just kidding, Mike. We know what's up. Uh, I think this might be a family member of yours. It, it is. It is. It is my one and only father. Oh, there is the only sperm one. donor to my life. All right. Well, Michael, thank you so much for the, uh, for answering the call. 
really appreciate you writing in. Oh, no. Um, this time, well, now, okay. So now, since it's since it's from your father, mm. do you want, is this a take turns of reading kind of thing? You want me to read Why it? Why don't you read him like we're interviewing? So I've already read a couple. I've read like one of them. Like, oh, oh okay. no, One of them's making me laugh. Oh, these like, are questions. Okay, good, good, good. Some good. of them are, it looks like some of them are like, well, I know they what are he's in, getting at. And they, okay, I can see now that they're all I can't you. answer that first one, Dad. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> should we skip it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't put that on. I know exactly. I'll tell you oh, offline my goodness, what that's that one terrific. is. I can't say that. That's going to get me canceled later in life. These are great questions. I know. But we can't do that first one. <laughs> All right, we'll skip the first yeah, one. We, yeah, hey, sorry, yeah. Michael. We're skipping the first one. I love you, man, but we're skipping the first one. All right, on to question number two. Yeah. And now I'm not. I don't intend to speak as your father. I'm just reading what he wrote. I'm, yes. This is not the voice of your father. I'm just reading what he wrote. But I will do it in your father's accent. Oi, Kelsey, what's the fucking best fish you could find in? Uh, I don't. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, reading number two, Kelsey. Can you remember Jeremy Macklin's dog's name? Great, no, great question. No, great I, question, Michael. I don't. The story behind this is Jeremy Macklin was my favorite Mizzou football player. So growing up, my dad would take us to. He had, he's a huge Mizzou football fan. That's his life. That's what he breathes. That's what he does. Um, so we had season tickets to Mizzou football games, and Jerry Macklin was a ride ride receiver for the Tigers, and I loved him. I thought he was adorable. I thought he was a great player. Like biggest crush on Jerry Macklin. So, Shout out to Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, What's Jeremy doing these days? He's, he's coaching NFL like a no, – he went NFL for the Eagles for a while no and shit. he bounced around. And then Shout now he's Jeremy. coaching a high school around here, I think, or a college. He's, he's coaching somewhere Dude, that's awesome. Here. Hey, we'll look you up after the fact. Jeremy Macklin, shout out. Yeah. Um, but I got to meet him once at a Mizzou thing. And like a fun fact about me, I get starstruck really easily. Okay. Like I freeze up. I don't know what to do. So I'm like a high schooler. My dad brings me over to Jeremy Macklin and – all I can do is stare at him and say, hi, hi. Like, that's all I can say. <laughs> that's the appropriate thing to say to a celebrity. You did perfectly. I just want to let you know, as a celebrity, <laughs> you did perfectly. <laughs> so you said hi, but you're, I mean, at the time you're what, 16, 15? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And this dude's, this dude's what, 22? He's Something. a star. He's a star. Yeah. He's been on TV. He's he's a big star at a big, 40,000 fans per whatever. And so he knows that there's going to be some people Star Trek. And I assume if he's a G, he's like, hey, bud. You know, he's like, no big deal. Like, I get this sometimes. Was yeah. he a sweetheart to you? Yeah, he was really nice. And, uh. him, and him and my dad talked about his dog, which is why my dad's asking. Because my <laughs> dad was meet? trying to keep the conversation How going. did they, why did you end up meeting? We were at some, like, Mizzou function. I can't remember that one. I don't remember what the purpose of that meeting was. It was, like, some function for Mizzou. I think it was, like, their new recruits or something. I, I don't recall. Sure. All the new recruits to get together, and they each get seven hours to make a chalk drawing. On um, that with, with the, oh no, something different? <laughs> yeah. New recruiting. What's your dad's, what's Michael's affiliation with the team? Is it just big he, fan? Or? Big, he went to Mizzou, so it's a big Oh, I fan. see. So he's kind of got sort of an in with in some way or another. Yeah. So you go starstruck and it's a little bit of kind of like an inside joke that you kind of were a little bit of a dork when you met this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's adorable, dude. I know. Ugh, I there's know. nothing to be ashamed of. And so they talked about his dog. Yes. And is the joke you should have overheard it, but you were too busy being starstruck, so you didn't even notice. That's that. probably <laughs> it, yeah. Or he really thinks I remember because it's like a special moment, but like I don't remember oh, anything. I, I, hope, well, I feel bad. I feel bad, no, but it hey, could also be bad. him just trying to make Whoa. a dig. He could be. Yeah. Well, let's assume the latter. But yeah. at the same time, if he is hoping you remember because it was a special moment, you remember the, whole, the like, so many details of the story because it was special. Yeah. Hey, people process things in different ways. Also, Michael, if you remember his damn uh, name, why don't you send a follow-up email to let us know? And he's like, I know it was it was a Rex. It was such yeah, an easy. Yeah, probably like Bolt or I don't know. 
Oh, that's a cute question because it brought up a story from your childhood yeah. that a lot of your friends out there that are listening, shout out friends, maybe didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, yeah. All right, next one. I'll read it again. Not, okay. not in the voice of your father. I'm just I'm reading reading his words. Kelsey, what goes best on a bagel? Oh, there's an inside joke. I can see it. I know. I'm reading. I'm like, I know what he did. Gosh, dang it. No. So uh, one time I got left alone at the house and I don't, I don't cook. I've never liked to cook. I don't like anything about it. I hate every aspect of you it. You don't like the outcomes of cooking? No. Well, I maybe if I do it right, but then I'm like, I just invested <laughs> like an hour and a half, two hours into making something. It's not worth it to you. No. So yeah. that's why I really appreciated your steak and, and ba- or not bagel, uh, Ooh, potato you made for me tonight. Jay, man, shout out to me. Yes. Um. But anyway, so I knew that there were bagels in the house and- you normally put like cream cheese on a bagel, right? What age? Uh, this was probably middle school, high school. Okay. Like too old to do this. Gotcha. And so what I found that was white and creamy in the fridge was sour cream. And I thought, well, it's got cream in it. So I slathered on some sour cream onto that bitch and ate it. And I remember thinking, this doesn't taste quite right, but I still ate the whole thing. And that was, uh, yeah, that's what he's asking. So the answer to your sour question, cream. Michael, is <laughs> basically is just. Not sour cream, end quote. <laughs> yeah, not sour cream. I make that mistake so much, cream cheese and sour cream, because they're both white and gross, and they both don't really serve a purpose other than to add fat to things, like to make them it, just to be an accoutrement to a thing that probably didn't necessarily need it. I guess I get the bagel thing. I mix those up a lot, so just so you know. And I weirdly, ah, nobody's people out there, you're not going to like this, but I'm telling Kelsey for the sake of telling her. I weirdly had, I don't know if it was a dream or a weird daydream, Within the last, I want to say day, but it could have been up to three days, where I thought to myself that very question, what if I took a thing that requires, ah, Bear said that she likes, I sometimes when I make a, what you call it, a, a little plate of snacks for us for our movie watching dates mm-hmm. down in the basement. They're beautiful, by the way. <laughs> I will roll up, I'll just roll up little ham slices, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll put little bitty slices of cheese and some green olives and some pickled slices and apple slices and grapes and whatever. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Something, it's just charcuterie, a board. Charcuterie, charcuterie. Yeah, right, yeah. kind of. But it's just little things of meat. Hors d'oeuvres, that's how you say Hors d'oeuvres, yeah. Hors d'oeuvres, yeah. Close enough. It's a really weird French word, actually. Yeah. For, like what, it, how it translates is real weird, and it's how you pronounce it, it's weird too. Um, anyway, so then she'll pick up a little meat thing and eat it, and she'll just be like disappointed immediately. And she's like, "I was expecting cream cheese and chives," because I guess that's a thing you bring to parties. Okay. You know, it's like that is a with, with a green onion sticking out the ends, but it's okay. all cream cheese smeared inside, and then you roll up the slice of lunch oh, meat outside, like okay. ham. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, "Sorry, dude, I don't, I don't know what to tell you." So then the other day I was making them. I didn't have cream cheese. I did have it, but it had gone bad in the fridge, so I tossed it, and I put in just chunks of cheese instead. Yeah. Whatever. Went through the same thought. I was like, what if I just throw some, some sour cream in that mug instead? I still kind of don't know the difference. Michael, good question. <laughs> Lo- a long answer to a short question, Michael. Yes. That was, I wonder, guess how many words it took us to answer that question. Just guess. I have no idea. 1,500. <sighs> I, right? I don't think I don't it was know. that many. Yeah, it could have been. I'm not going to count, but I assume we're in the... Between five hundred and a thousand, at least. That's almost like ten. And the in a row. and and look at the look at the length of the question. Aside from the address, six. That's a six word question. We just gave your dad about twelve hundred words in response. Good question. Good, a provocative, a, a thought provoking question. Yes. All right, um, I'll read the next one. Yeah. And I'm gonna turn it back over to you. This comes from Kelsey's father. Kelsey, is there any special latitude and longitude location that you have near and dear to you? Why? Again. He's uh, bringing up when I got 
cut financially cut off from my family. Oh man. <laughs> he may be able to laugh about it. No. So I got I got a tattoo of uh <laughs> I got a tattoo of the location of the muck site. So in college I was on a competitive mining team called Mucking Team and I wanted a college tattoo but I didn't want to get like the S and T logo or like an outline of Missouri and I had seen on of all places Pinterest latitude and longitudes and I was like, oh, I'll just get a, like a little tattoo of the latitude and longitude of the mucking practice so, site. So kind of just like a, a small, understated, like just text. Yeah. Numbers and letters. Yeah, numbers and thing. letters. That's yeah. all it is. Cute. And I got it on like the, the base of my neck on, on my back. Like I got it on my eyelids. I got it on my... <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, he didn't see it for like uh, two years until we were at, of all places, a Mizzou game. And the guy who sat behind us for years goes, what are those numbers on the back of your neck? Because he could see him. Uh, it's Morse code for shut the fuck up. Right. That's snitch. Snitches get stitches. Um, He's like, snitches get digits in this case. Yeah, exactly. Lame. Yeah. Lame joke. Lame joke. Yeah. So then your dad, uh, did, he get, did he give you a high eyebrow? Did he give you the, the oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson furious. eyebrow? He's like, excuse me, man, what the heck is this gentleman talking about? He didn't say anything in the moment, but leaving the stadium, he like grabbed the back of my shirt and pulled it down. Is and he mad? He was mad at you for what? Re- and I'm not trying to diss on. No. I mean, th- this is this is speaking to the relationship between parents and children, which we've all had. We've all been there. What do you think it was that really pissed him off about the fact that you had a tattoo? Oh, he told me not to do it. And he I had did told it. you don't ever do that. Yeah, don't ever do well, that. Now, well, again, not to undermine the relationship but at what age were you at this point college i was in college yeah okay so it's kind of like it's one of those where it's like who's at what point do i become my own person at what point do i make my own decisions yeah and he's like yeah but those are bad decisions yeah. and there's kind of that maybe a little bit of rebellion yeah oh for sure for sure um yeah there's a lot of things about like my growing up and that, like i'm I don't. I don't want to get too into it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think at that point I was kind of realizing some things that had happened were kind of fucked, uh, and I was kind of just like, you know what, I need to be my own person, and I want this tattoo, and I'm just gonna do it. And so I did it. You know. Did you ever do any other tattoos besides? Uh, okay. All right. And what is your ratio of regret to still love it? No, I don't regret it at all. I don't awesome. regret either one of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Um, so this, hey, I kind of get the feeling that homeboy Mike was, uh, he was prodding a little bit there. He was feeling the, a little, f- I don't know if he knows how much that bothers me, and that there's still some unresolved, I can, I can almost, mm, I think he can laugh about it now because I think his friends give him a lot of shit for mm. it because his friends were there because it was oh, the he Georgia might have had, game. He might have had to develop a different take on it yeah. because there, because of the sort of surroundings and the w- appearance or whatever. Yeah. Not realizing that for you, it was very, maybe very, very personal at the time. Yeah. 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 Some, yeah similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get but, that. Yeah. All right. Well, so assuming, assuming best intentions, funny question. Thanks, Michael. Yes. We got one left. Mm-hmm. This one's a funny one. <laughs> Would you care for me to read it? Or oh yeah. You, you read it. You read it. Oh, you're darn right. I will. You were, Oh no, you didn't make this. <sighs> make what? I, I see the, I read the question, but go oh, ahead. Yeah. I'll give it a read. Yeah. Um, your, your dad asks, Kelsey, what was the planned objective of your birthday party last year? And he goes in parentheses, unnecessary, by the way. It was a uh, get Michael laid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you wanted to hear, Michael? Is that what you wanted to hear? That was the objective. Was that, so that, and that was the one out there in Winesville. Where were we out there? We were out there in... Uh, no, this was the one in Long Beach. This was the one oh, that, so, yeah, oh, your flight got screwed up. That's right. Yeah. I was supposed to be there, yeah. Mike. I would have been there. And if I had been there, I promise you, objective would have been met. 
But I got, yeah, no, my flight got weirdly canceled yeah. um, due to a rescheduling kind of thing that yeah, the Christina, snow, there was a terrible snowstorm or an ice storm. Wasn't that what it was? Something yeah. got something got screwed up where flights were canceled. And Christina's f- kind of, since she flies all the time, for, at the time, flew all the time for work. She had all these points. So she did all the booking and everything. And she's very, very good at it. She plans really well. She's really good at staying on top of it. But there was a weird thing where hers got, her flight after having been canceled was automatically rescheduled. But mine, as her like companion pass, weirdly didn't get rescheduled and so i wasn't it anyway it was yeah it was rough so but still tons of friends came out carp came out how many who else came out uh carp came out or christina came out jesse michaela came out yeah. uh gosh who all was there? thor was there um jack john was there uh, all, all with one objective Alex Lore, yeah get michael laid all right yeah. and how did it turn out well he didn't need to get laid apparently Oh. He was getting late already. Well, dang, dude. Why'd you invite all these people out? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I had a full array just, of young I was bitches just joking. No. And here's Carp going. He's like, I took off two weeks of work for him. <laughs> <laughs> I told my boss to fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all here for you, sir. Meanwhile, I'm still at home working. And I'm like, I didn't have to lose my job over this. <laughs> and somehow I still would have managed to lose it anyway. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. He gave like six questions. They were all inside questions. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Michael, thank you for a thoughtful email. If nothing else, a thoughtful email. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that was great. I do want to uh, reiterate my thanks to Kelsey for stopping by after a long drive today and telling us a little bit about her drive, a little bit about her art career, a little bit about some of the cool ass things she's done. In the meantime, a little bit about your downsizing your life as you're kind of becoming more mobile hanging out with friends more uh that's really been awesome uh anything you want to share with the people before we sign off no i just uh dan thanks for having me thanks for the great dinner and this has been a lot of fun well you're absolutely welcome you are an, an absolute treasure and you'll notice that the title of this episode instead of being kelsey all caps single exclamation point i've got it queued up as kelsey all caps get this double exclamation point Ooh. How many exclamation points can we get to? Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how it works. So, but (laughs) you'll have to keep coming back. Thanks, everybody, for the cool emails. Thanks, all you guys out there who are listening. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time with Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey, for being here. Thanks, Michael, for letting her stay over here. Probably longer than you wanted. I know. I get it. You want her to come home and be safe. She's going to be fine. And uh, just uh, thanks, everybody, for being cool. Uh, Now, here's the thing we've been doing a little bit lately, which is um, I'm going to pass it back to you for the final sign-off. Bye, guys.